everybody, and welcome. Guess what, Zach? We have a name. <gasps> we have a name? We have a name for the podcast, finally. Is it Zach and Hunter? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it is called, But Is It Good? But Is It Good? The Podcast. My name is Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host, Zach Olson. Hey, we're, co- we're co-hosts. Well, you could have said, I'm your host, okay. Hunter Callahan. Well, whatever. We're Zach and Hunter. It's us. And we are going to talk about some movies, a lot of movies, and we're going to ask the definitive question, but is it good? But is it good <laughs> podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, welcome to, so actually, before I even say welcome to, you know what I realized? What? I think this is episode five. Uh, no. Because aren't, aren't we doing BBS? Is, isn't it in two parts? Oh. <clears throat> but is that just one episode? <laughs> I guess you're, we can make that um, 2A and 2B. Okay, so welcome to episode four or five. <laughs> four. Welcome. Welcome to episode one. Episode one. <laughs> this is, we're starting over. Welcome. Welcome. All right, so... Uh, how's it going, Zach? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, it is February 7th, 2021. Somehow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers made it to the Super Bowl, and my dad is a huge fan, so he is on cloud nine today. And yeah, it's a good day. Well, it's not somehow, it's because of Tom Brady. Somehow. (laughs) One man does not a team make. Well, he has Gronk. Gronk came back for him too. Well, but uh, it's <laughs> I, it's not I, it's not like the Gronk of old, you know, when Gronk was <laughs> catching like 160 yards a game and three touchdowns and all that shit. No, it's like old Gronk. So it's it's a little different. <laughs> he's, he's like our age. No, he's not. Is he older than us? Let me see. You're gonna hear typing. <laughs> That's all right. Look it up. Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski is 31 years old. Okay, old so man. he is older than us. He's old an old man. man. <laughs> uh, let's not forget, though, the, the only reason we're doing this podcast is to not talk about movies, but to talk about the, the fact that the Atlanta Braves have brought back, have brought back Marcelo Zuna <gasps> for four years. I'm so excited. <laughs> you see I have my Braves hat on today. I do see you have your Braves hat on. So we are so for those, Atlanta-based yeah, podcasters. We are and so Atlanta-based. We are big Braves fans. We are them brave boys. I would, I would be okay with them finding a different way to incorporate the name Braves without it being like a, like a Native American thing, you know? Did you hear the... the um, the Hank Aaron hammers the 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 Atlanta hammers thing about Hank Aaron. No, tell me. This is so, this is uh, the content of our podcast today. Sorry, yeah, no, we're we're <laughs> off track, but they were saying because they called him Hammer and Hank Aaron when he passed a few weeks ago or however long it's been, they were saying that they should change his that that the Braves should change their name to the Atlanta Hammers. I'd be to down honor Hank Aaron. I mean, we already have. If you go to the games, we have like the the Home Depot like race thing and the hammer is one of the so we could just that's true we could just put I didn't think about that we could just put the hammer in a braves jersey just no just put the hammer on the jersey and then you're done yeah <laughs> well i mean as the mat he would become the mascot there we, we would get rid oh, of yeah. blooper right or would we keep yeah. would we just give blooper a hammer 
<laughs> yeah, Gim Blooper Hammer. That's funny. Anyway, moving on, I guess. Um, we are still doing uh, our Zoom podcast thing because we are still, I am still in quarantine. Me um, too. I'm on day eight. Hopefully. I actually think next week we'll have to do it uh, in this again because I'm not technically out of quarantine until, or I might have to come to your place. Whatever. Who cares? So, uh, do you have to wait until Hannah gets a negative test? And then quarantine ten days from then, or how? So no, how? I, I don't. As far as I know, I I don't think so. So okay. I think she's got to uh, test again after she has twenty four hours with no fever, with no medicine. Okay, she's still has she fever. Has yet to, Is she doing yeah, okay? So she has yet to have that happen. So she's got to test again once that ha- once that happens. I'm testing tomorrow morning because that'll yeah. be like eight or nine days uh, from exposure for me. So it's given it time to incubate. And then if I get a negative test after that long of a time, then I should be good because I think Hannah's passed her contagious okay. uh, time frame. So I think if that I... That we if, know if, of. If, if, <clears throat> what? That we know of. Yeah, that we know of. So if, if, if I'm negative next week, then I should be good. But who knows, man? It's wild. Yeah. Well, but anyway, um, do we have any news? Uh Real quick, I, I sent this immediately after, uh, well, I saw this right after we finished recording the Suicide Squad episode, is that James Gunn said that his uh, his cut of the Suicide Squad is done, it is in the can, it is ready to go, and that it is 100% his vision, and that Warner Brothers was not in any way a hindrance to his creative vision. So That's good. Does that make you happy? That I mean, yes, it does. Uh, I think... I think James Gunn makes good movies. Um, his movies aren't, it admittedly are not my favorite, but he makes solid mm. movies. Uh, it's not going to be bad if it is indeed his vision, if it doesn't get chopped up and all that stuff. It's, it sounds like it's, it's done. Like it's ready, yeah. ready to be shown in theaters. Right. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Do you like the guardians movies? I, they're they're good, yeah. I they're not my. F- you know, I'm not a superhero movie guy. Like, yeah. Um, there's there, on rare occasions one really stand out, but for me it's more so like the other themes that are incorporated in the film, yeah. as opposed to like, oh man, I really like Spider Man. Yeah, he <laughs> kicked ass. You know. Um, yeah. So the the Guardians movies are good, solid MCU films, but they all sort of yeah. blend together. There's just too many. That of is them. true. Um. What was I going to say? Uh, on the note of you not really loving superhero movies, even though that's all we've talked about recently, um, yep. real quick, I know this is this is not really news, but I finally saw Tenet last night. Um, what did you I, think? Based on your text, you were heartbroken because I watched it without you. I thought, <laughs> I, I thought, I just can't think of any reason why I wouldn't have watched it by now if we hadn't planned to watch it together. So my um, heart, my well, heart same breaks. Well, but I'm sorry, but I need to watch it again. That movie's a mind trip, dude. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It, it, it. I can see why it would be very confusing. Um, so I watched it last night with with my wife and my in laws, and um, Hannah and Hannah's dad were passed out asleep, and <laughs> Hannah's mom just was walking around doing whatever, didn't really care, and I was entranced. But I'm also a Christopher Nolan fanboy, so yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, yeah. movies. Well, you, you know that, I mean, there, there are people that uh, like to go into a movie completely blind and not know anything about it. 
I don't think we're those people. And so I've looked at some yeah. like like critic reviews, like right when right when it was about to release, you know, when the 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 press release was or whatever. And the only negative reviews that I really saw were like we're not ready for this kind of <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a dude. It's a it's a trip. Yeah. Is but there were some moments where I was like I was genuinely like what the hell. But, the, but like in a cool way. I mean in like a. I know. Have you seen Memento? So that's one of the ones that I actually haven't seen. Well, okay. I've seen. I know about it. So Memento is is an amazing movie. It's 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 like a top five movie for me, honestly. Like I love. Yeah, that it's movie. a nonlinear. Yeah. Story though, right? It is. Well, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you. You need to watch it. But it's it's a movie that yes. is is very confusing at parts. Um, I think it all comes together well, and I think it has tremendous rewatch value because of the way that the timeline works. And so if this movie is, is as you say, a mind trip, it's probably going to be better on a second watch <coughs> and a third watch. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but yeah, um, that's, that's, I'm excited. <clears throat> we should just, yeah, we should just very good. take um, a weekend and just watch it like six times in a row. Have like until we totally have like a, a wall with like a bunch of you know some red string and pictures and all that kind of stuff like that uh, yeah like that meme picture. Well, apparently he conceived he conceived the idea for Tenet during the shooting of Memento that okay. long ago, and it's taken him that long to like flesh it out. Yeah. Um, all right, we're we're approaching anyway, the, the ten um, minute mark. Do we have any other news? Yeah, moving right along. Um, I had WandaVision spoilers on there because you mentioned it last time, but we don't have to walk to talk about it until uh, until you've seen it. But I did finally watch episode five. And well, but I know what happens, shit. so we can. I mean, we can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, if you want to briefly just do you, let's just all right. So spoiler, 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 spoiler. Spo- right now. Spoilers. Um. So if you haven't seen WandaVision <clears throat> or don't know what happens because Zach, you haven't seen it then skip this part, but, um, Evan Peters, let me, let me cover my ears. All right, go. But you, but you already know what happens. Go. (laughs) Evan Peters shows up in WandaVision as Quicksilver. Who is that? Instead of Aaron Taylor Johnson, which is her brother who died. What is the significance of that? We're getting into some multiverse stuff. What is the significance of that? Well, he's from the Fox universe. (gasps) He's, He's an X Men. He's he's the same character, but he's in a different universe. So we're bring, just like Michael Keaton's coming back for the Flash, and apparently all the Spider Men are coming back. We're having multiverse, man, in Marvel and DC. Crazy stuff. It's, it's it, it is exciting. Like yeah, it's I, wild. I'm excited to 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 see um, how they how they how they do it. But you need to watch it, man. It's it's great. It's very good. I really really enjoy it. So, but yes, we are uh, now 10 minutes in, so we can move right along to, uh, hey, Zach, what are we talking about this week? This week. What are we, what on earth are we talking about this week? We're talking about a film that was released on June 2nd, 2017. You might have heard of it. It's called. That's 100 uh, years ago. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yes. Have you heard of it? And who made this film, Zach? So it was. Uh, I have heard of it. it was Jim- I've watched it be- because I watched it for this podcast. <laughs> Good. That'll give us some things to talk about, I think. So it was directed by Patty Jenkins. Uh, The music was done by Rupert Gregson Williams. Gregson Dash Williams. I love last names Mm -hmm. with a dash in it. I just think it's 
I think it's awesome. And cinema names. The it's a power move. Cinematography was done by Matthew Jensen. Shout out to Matthew. I really, you know, I really like <laughs> the slow mo in this film. We'll talk about that. Ah. <laughs> Hunter is also a big fan I of the slow mo. Love the slow mo. I'm not. Can you hear Amos barking in the background? No, no, I can't. So I think. Okay, cool. He's talking. So to Amos, Amos anyway, is so Hunter's let's roommate. Move right along. Can to, you um, hear me? Because you you keep talking over me. <laughs> you can't what? hear me. You can't hear me, can you? Or there's a delay or something. No, I can hear you. Because there's a slight there's a slight lag. Okay. I wonder why. Yeah. We'll just have to. I don't know. We'll just have to deal with it. Whatever. Okay. Because every time I go to talk, you talk over me. We can edit this part out. Well, that's or we could leave anyway. it in. <laughs> we can leave it in. So, anyway, so Zach, would you like to to uh, partake in uh, movie in a minute? Trademark, <clears throat> patent, copyright. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. This is my this is my shindig right here. So let me get my timer. Right, let me get a timer. Okay. That's what I just said. Are you gonna time it, or do you mean to time it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. Man, do you want to zoom? <laughs> You you I can time it. it. You can time it. Just just cut me off All when right. uh, a minute has gone by, and uh, you can count me I'm down. I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you. I'm gonna just end the meeting. Well, but I'm. So the way we're doing this is I'm recording my own audio file. So <laughs> even if you do mute me, I'll, I'll still be recording. That's true. <laughs> All right. Um, ready? I've never been more ready. Here we go. And three, two, one, go. All right, so it's present day, Princess Diana, uh, princess of the Amazonians. She gets a photo from Wayne Enterprises. It's her back in World War One. What the hell? Okay, flashback, or maybe not flashback. Now it's like present for the movie. There's baby Diana, and baby Diana's running away from, I guess, like learning. I don't know, and she, she wants to fight. <laughs> she wants to fight, and she wants to jump off cliffs. But when she tries to jump off the cliff, her mom grabs her and she's like, no, you're too young to fight and jump off cliffs. So then her uh, aunt or something like teaches her to fight and then she becomes like the most powerful of the Amazons, even though she's not technically an Amazon. So she finally full circle, uh, uh, Chris Pine shows up and she jumps off a cliff. So the prophecy of the jumping off of the cliffs has been uh, fulfilled. Okay, so Chris Pine looks like a Nazi. He's not. He's a spy. He says it when they do the lasso. He's uh, more than average, and they go back to London. Uh, uh, shit happens in London. Oh, there's a secret mission. They got to go stop. That's a minute. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> That's it. All right. One day. One day we're going to get this right. No, I, I like this, though. I like... Failing? Seeing how far we get when it hits a minute. Yeah. So that's the movie. That's it. All right, cool. Well done. Well done, sir. One, one of these days, we're going to have to get... What if we do, like, in-game? What about the Snyder Cut? It's four hours. <laughs> one minute. <clears throat> we'll see where we oh, get. Whiskey's here. <laughs> All, All right. right. How do we want to okay, jump, jump into this for real, for real? So... Do you want to go just kind of break it down through the movie, or you want to start with what we've liked or what? Because I've got it broken down like the beginning and then when she leaves the mascara. Um, I, I feel like for this movie, because we like more, we can do it like section by section, like talk yeah. about. Cool. I don't know. This is just my idea, but like the beginning and then go into the world of men 
and then talk ah, about like so that was your idea just by yourself the war and then maybe you know a <laughs> section about the gala and then the end of the movie yeah Zach it sounds like you're just reading off my notes that I put in the iCloud drive you know I just for our <laughs> listeners there there are people in this world who really like to collaborate and work together and then there are the people that just want to take credit for everything <laughs> I mean he's he says this is all his idea he speaks over me. Y'all can formulate your own opinion here, but <laughs> hey, I'm just speaking over you is not my fault because I it's hard. I'm talk I'm responding to you in real time to what I'm hearing. That's what he wants us to believe. <laughs> if anyway, all right. So, do you like the beginning? I personally, I think it's a cool segue from BBS to show the photo and everything. Um, so it's like she's like remembering everything, I guess, what happened. Yeah, it feels like a nice way for us to go back to, to BVS, which wasn't the best film. You know, it had its issues. Uh, but it allows us to forget about Suicide Squad because that's not mentioned at all, you know? So <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's oh, terrible. remember that movie? Let's, f- well, no, don't. Let's forget about it. Let's do a callback to the movie before that, which was okay. So... Yeah, the the callback to the the BVS photo was was cool. I mean, it's a it's a nice way to start it off, I guess. Uh, I don't know if it was like necessary, but it, I mean, it's yeah. a cool cool little intro scene, you know. Let's um, talk about Themyscria. Themys- Themyscria. Did I spell that wrong? Them- <laughs> I think it's I, it, it's Themyscira. I think you you switched the I and the Y. I think I did. Anyway, I so I actually really like. Themyscira, and I like Themyscira in the new one, which I know you haven't seen, but um, I think it's really cool. I think it's cool to see the Amazons. I think it's cool to kind of see their their world. Um, Who are the Amazons, Hunter? <clears throat> so the, the Amazons, from what I understand, were created by the gods. Uh, um, they use some phrase, but I, it's essentially to, it sounds like to keep men, and I say that as in mankind, but I would uh, say men. Just the men. Uh, yeah, in check. Um, and they are a uh, like a race of, of all-female warriors um, who are then uh, given essentially like a paradise, a secret paradise by, by Zeus um, until I guess it's, they're needed to come back and defeat Ares. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's cool to see all that. One little note that we disagree on right off the bat is that there's a lot of slubbo in this movie. That I think I it's get I think tired it's, of. I think it's great. Okay, I think the action scenes with the slow mo. Hey, whiskey, whiskey is uh, Hunter's roommate, and she is in the camera. Uh, no, I, I, I because it, it the slow mo. If you look at the comic books and then look at the slow mo in the movies, all the slow mo pains are like a pain from the comics, and I think that's a really yeah. cool idea, a really cool way to go about it. Um. So we do disagree there because I don't think it's see an, see I like issue that at all. Well, I like what don't that. you it's like? Just, it's just a lot. It's not that much. It's just a lot, and there's some slow mos where I'm like, like it didn't look great to me. Like we'll, we'll, we'll get to one later. There's one during the, uh, I want to say it's the village scene, which is a great scene, but there's one little shot where I'm like, that doesn't, it didn't need that. But anyway. Um, yeah, I, I like to see. I'm reading your your notes, um, but I like to see the how um, Hippolyta um, explains Diana's origins and her birth. Um, it's cool to see the old gods 
and Zeus and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm not sure if you know this, but it's, it's, it's referenced in Justice League, but the old gods, um, they're called that because the new gods are people like Steppenwolf and Darkseid. Right. And all that. Um, I think it's, but it, I think it's cool that they draw from Greek mythos, like Zeus, Ares, Poseidon, all of them. But they depart from it so quickly. It makes me wonder why they like used that other than like, oh, we have names for these people and they already exist, so there might be some connotations. You know what I mean? Because like... Yeah. Yes? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were done. I was not, but go. <laughs> well, no, but like in the comic books, like Zeus and all them, they, they sort of become characters in, in their own right. Well, and that's how it is. In, that's how it is in Greek myth. Like those are the gods are characters in the stories, like in in the fables. You know, uh, like uh, I don't know in the Iliad, the, the gods aren't just like up in a cloud. They come down and fight with men. You know, and and so it's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to me that like they bring it into these these comics, and they're like, oh yeah, but they're all dead, <laughs> except for like maybe three of them. Wait, that's like, true. So, like, is Zeus still you, alive? Yeah, no, I don't think so. So he used like the last of his power to try and defeat Ares, and then Ares lived. Well, yeah, and like he made the the god killer um, weapon. Yeah, and that was like his dying we'll, breath or something. We'll touch on later, but um, you just watched it. I watched it like a week ago. Yeah. Did men kill the gods? No, Ares, Ares did. Ares, Ares okay. killed all of them. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, I mean, I think it's cool to give her backstory. Like I, we're, we're nitpicking it, but I, I mean, overall, I, I, I like it. Um, well, and I like all the stuff. Like I'm just sort of, I'm nitpicking what? it because like they draw from this giant, like trove of stories <laughs> and they make it, oh yeah. And they're all dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but it's not really, I mean, it's not about them, I guess. It's about her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I get um, that. But, so, do you like seeing Diana grow up? I mean, um, everyone loves, like, Robin White, uh, White, Robin Wright's character. Um, I forget, uh, Antiope, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, all that training stuff, like, I I made a little note, um, which I I love little subtle details like like this in movies, but when she's finally uh, when Gal Gadot makes her first appearance, well I guess not her first one, but when she's old enough to be Gal Gadot, if that makes sense. On the in, on like the training and grounds. She's training. And there's like yeah. six people attacking. <clears throat> there's a cool little part. Yeah, she's getting like ambushed, but I love the part where she like she she like switches hands to shoot the bow. Yeah. Because in real life, that's like hard as shit. You know what I'm saying? So like that's I was like those little things. I think are really cool and kind of adds like some realism for me. Yeah. Um, the fact that first she, like gauntlets, the fact that she gone. switched hands with a bow lets us know this is a, this is a hero. <laughs> Cause I can't yeah, do that. Well, yeah. No, I mean, it's, but like, but like, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's, it's small, but it's like, you know, seriously. And then the first whiskey, what are you doing? <laughs> and then the first, look at her, just look at her. Mm-hmm. She's so majestic back here. Um, and then the first gauntlet smash thing, whatever, I'm not sure what that move is called, but, uh, and we start getting hints of like, you know, like I think, um, Hippolyta said something like where she could never know like what she is and that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
So we get the sense that she's different. And I think someone says, like, you're not an Amazonian like the rest of us or something like that. Uh, Hippolyta? Hippolyta? <laughs> I don't know. She, The queen says it. The queen tells her that. Yeah, her mom. Like, when yeah. she's like, the Amazons, their, their sworn duty is to defeat Ares. And she's like, well, you're not one of them. So you don't have to worry about it, you know? Yeah, so you start getting... Um, hints. Little hints. That, hints that she... But, you know, so she knows, and it seems like Antiope knows... Um, yeah. but, uh, one question, so I'm sort of just skipping around. I know I'm just following these, these things, but when Chris Prine gets there and there's that big battle, um, on the beach with the Germans. Yeah. I, so I do have, I, I have one thing that I'd never really noticed in the past. So is she the only Amazonian who's like, has powers because she's the God killer? It, because they get shot. Yeah, I mean, they, they die, like a, a bunch of them die. Uh, I yeah. I assume, I mean, she's a god. She's, you know, yeah. she's not just Diana. She's she's the daughter of Zeus, you know. So, yeah. um, I, just, I think like, right. I, Yeah, like, I think about it, and like, because we've never just, seen her again. They're just warriors. They're just training to, to fight, you know. They're really good yeah. warriors. They're like 300 quality, you know, but yeah. But they're not they're not super powered. Yeah, I just I just noticed I I sort of saw that and I kind of thought I never thought about the fact that like they die pretty easily. Um, you know? Well, imagine Hunter. <laughs> imagine. Well, no. I, you've been training I understand for, that, but I'm saying like what if one woman got shot? Like for would generate for generations you've been training with bows and then these people show up and they've got fucking guns. You don't even know what a no, gun is. <laughs> it'd be a, I'd know that. It'd be a slaughter. So they, they did very well because they beat them. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I'd never thought about the fact that, you know, I guess if someone shoots Wonder Woman in the stomach, well, there, is she okay? Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know because she gets, like, giant, like, she has, like, a church tower crumble on top of her and she gets crushed by, like, earth. <laughs> from Aries yeah. at the end and she's okay. So that's a, yeah. that is a good question. If she's like yep. impervious, so, but I I, I yeah. do want to point out that there is something going on with the Amazonians because they live like forever allegedly. Yeah, that's true. You know, cuz the queen has been the queen since like a, a long time ago. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the timeline. You get what I'm saying? Well, like I think Wonder Woman when she when she reaches the age, I guess in the movie she's like five thousand. Yeah, yeah, you or know. something. And if her mom was there, you know, before her and is still there afterwards, and she's older mm-hmm. than that, so yeah, there's there's uh, no telling. But um, <clears throat> uh, we get our first experience with Mister uh, Steve Trevor. Um, I think Chris Pine is is, is great in this. I think Gal Gadot's great in this. Um, you haven't seen the sequel, but for whatever reason, I like Gal Gadot's um, acting a lot more in this one than I do in the second one. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what that might be, um, but I think Chris Pine is great in this. I, I think it's you know there's a lot of good um, banter between them. Yeah, uh, and I you know the whole like we we get our first glimpse of the Lasso of Truth and him. Uh, I think it's interesting how they show that, like, cause he's like hot. It makes him, and he's like sort of like it just sort of comes out, you know. And he's saying he's a spy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So what are your what are your thoughts on on the 
on the Chris Pine uh, chemistry. No, I think they have great chemistry right from the beginning. You know, she plucks him out of the ocean, and he just, like, looks at her, and he's like, oh, hi, you know. What more can you ask for than, like, an oh, hi, <laughs> as you're laying, gasping for air on the beach, you know. And then she looks at his dick, and, <laughs> and, she, and she's like, are you, are you um, average for your species, or whatever she says. And he's like, oh, I'm uh, <clears throat> above average. <laughs> you know, got him got him i i mean in a movie that is aimed at like empowering women like i i assume that's the aim of the movie i mean it's wonder woman uh you do want to limit the talking about the penis <laughs> to as little as you can but i, I mean i don't know i thought it was a, a nice little moment yeah i mean but i think it's like it's also it's also like, like illustrating that she She's never seen a guy before. Like she might have read True. about it in books or something, but yeah. Well, she actually says that later when they're talking on the boat, where she's read like all twelve volumes of yeah. something like the Pleasures of the Flesh, and he's like, oh, "Wow, all, all 12. Did you did you bring and, any of and, them? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, she was like, uh, <laughs> what she, she says, she, she says, like, she says it, it. You wouldn't like them because it concludes that men are necessary for procreation, but as far as pleasure goes, they're unnecessary. Yeah, it's probably true. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately. So, like, I don't know. I have a thought about this. We're like, you know, that that scene where he's in the bath. Like, um, people were like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I feel like men were, there was like some controversy, maybe I'm not, but where they were like uncomfortable with it. And it's like, do you know how how much that happens to women in films? Wait, you know why, I mean? like, why would men be uncomfortable with that? Because he, well, like, he was naked and was, vulnerable or something? Yes, and huh. it's like, it, it's like welcome you know, to like, the world. I think was, <laughs> exactly, being like, vulnerable. I think, Chris Pratt, it, I think Chris Pratt even said something where he like had to show his butt in some movie, and he was like, you know, like it, the male gaze is so like saturated in yeah. film. Yeah, and there's even some shots in Justice League, which we'll get to next week, where it's like the the female body is essentially just made to this like almost like a punchline in some parts and then just like she's here because she's beautiful or whatever Mm -hmm. and let's just talk about that and so i think it's i think it's interesting to have that turned on its head and to have him be the one who's sort of like called out because like that i don't know yeah i'm not saying anybody makes people uncomfortable we should do more of it honestly because like welcome yeah yeah i mean it's like to the world i feel like it was sort of a way it was sort of an interesting way to say like you see how this is kind of ridiculous but it happens all the time the Mm -hmm. other way around you know um i don't know i think because this film touches on on sex more than once even on the boat where where she's like, do you not sleep with women? And he's like, you know, super flustered. And it, and I think that's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think it's interesting that it shows, because we, I think you made a little note about she's this. She's so it's pure. Like, there ends up being, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's very true. But she did read all 12 volumes of that but of the book. So what, My point is, like, the the conventions of <clears throat> the the world of men, like, she she doesn't understand. She's like, why can't you sleep right next to me? It doesn't mean that we're going to, do anything yeah just, just sleep over here what are you doing you know that's yeah. what I, that's what i mean by pure um, not that she doesn't know the he, the pleasures of the flesh because she has read all 12 <laughs> volumes 
but since since we're on this topic, we can skip forward a little bit and and uh, touch on it. But I there's that scene later where it's implied that they do in fact sleep together um, at the village and I, right before everybody dies. Yeah, so like that's that's got two views on it, and I think like you made a little note, and I can see where you're coming from. But I also think it's it's important to see if like I've even wrote like a female character who is strong and heroic and empowered but also is still comfortable with sexuality. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Because that, it, it's sort of, I don't know, it's it's kind of been beaten into culture that it's such a, like, at least for the feminine side, it's like a submission or like like a, like a giving into or like a weakness thing. And it, I mean, I don't think it is personally. And so I think it's important to see that she's, you know, like feminine and powerful, but also still sexual. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. She doesn't lose any of her strength or her, you know, prowess because of that. Yeah. Um, and I see your note of saying, do women have to be sexual? And no, I, I think this would have been fine if that didn't happen. Right. I think I, if I you're going al- like, already have. Yeah. I, I just want like my, my take on this is that she is just who she is. You know, she she's very powerful. Um, I don't know if she... Like, I mean, of course she's comfortable with her sexuality because she's comfortable with herself, but I wonder if us as the viewer are still sexualizing her in a way because she is beautiful. Because I don't think she, she like, flaunts her sexuality or her femi- no. femininity. So I wonder, like... Yeah, it's okay to be feminine and sexual, but I don't think she is explicitly being either of those things. So I'm, I guess my question is more so like, you know what I mean? Is what I'm saying making sense? Yeah. I think we're we're sort of like projecting that because she is a woman still, and I'm like, does she have to be either of those? Like, I think she's just strong and powerful in in herself. You know. We are in fact two dudes, so it's not really for us to say. But I think to your point, like. I think it it's is okay for her to be both or all four of It's those interesting things. to to see that without it being like like hammered into our brains and like overly like seductive if you will it's just sure. it's just her and him you know it's like they're you know so I think I don't know I thought it was tasteful I I didn't I don't know I think it's romance were, without like objectification like you were saying yeah. like it's it's just like yeah. it's really good chemistry between them I don't think it's yeah yeah I don't so. know. But once again, we're we're just two dudes, so we don't actually, you know, we're doing our best to understand. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, okay, so let's go ahead and get to the the world of men, if you will. I I think she does a great job when how like Nate like naive she is. Nave. Um, I Nave. I think it's I reading think your own notes. Really, and you're like she's so naive. <laughs> she, she's so naive. Um, it's really endearing and. Dude, Etta Candy is just the best. I love Etta Candy in this movie. Etta, Etta um, is great when um, yeah. when she's telling Diana her job, and she's like, oh, I'm a secretary, so I, I, I go wherever he wants me to, and I do whatever he tells me to. And she's like, where I come from, that's called slavery. And Etta's like, oh, I like this woman. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's great. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, she has so many little zingers, and she's just so over the top, but it it, it works. I love the 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 outfit montage and then mm-hmm. we finally you know she's when like she goes she's to like an outfit 247 she, yeah when, when she goes to take off her robe and she's got like 
nothing but her armor on underneath. And yeah. she's like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> she's like trying to cover it back up. <laughs> no, but there's there's one little line where I was like, that's really interesting it's because she comes out in the classic Diana Prince look mm-hmm. um, with the trench coat and the hat. And then um, uh, <laughs> Steve Trevor puts on his glasses and Ed is like, oh, so now she's suddenly not the most beautiful woman that you've ever seen in your life. Because <clears throat> yeah. there's so many movies in the past where it's like, there's some woman who's portrayed as nerdy and ugly and all she does is like take off her glasses and p- put her hair down and all of a sudden people are like, oh my God, she's beautiful. And it's like, yeah, so no, I, she was beautiful the entire time. I, I, I like that juxtaposition where when she puts, because okay, when she does put on the glasses, it's like, I don't know, I like I like people with glasses generally. Like I don't think it makes them more nerdy or anything like that. But so there's two things going on there. One, it's that juxtaposition of like normally in these superhero movies, the the girl with glasses is like nerdy and ugly. Like you can see multiple examples of that. Like you, you were you were talking about where, the, like, sorry, I'm going on a tangent here, but um, <laughs> have you seen Talladega Nights? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's that's a uh, um, Amy Adams, right? A- Amy Adams, and she just has glasses on, and she's supposed to be like this nerdy, like not attractive. Loser, yeah. yeah for, for whatever reason, it doesn't make any sense at all. So we, we have illustration of that. But at the same time, she does really stand out because I feel like the outfit that she eventually does pick isn't really an outfit that many women wore in like World War II London. So I think oh, no. I think she was like playing on like that also, you know. Yeah, well, she's wearing an outfit that looks just like Chris Pines too. Right, exactly, which, um, is, which is great, um, which is fine. Yeah, no, I'm trust me, I'm all about that gender neutral. I mean, there's that huge uproar when Harry Styles was on the cover of Vogue in a, in a gown, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Boo, do you? I love it." Yeah. Anyway, that's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think she's great when she gets to London, where he's like, "This is London," and she goes, "This is hideous." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "It's not for everybody." True. Um, um, I really liked. Uh, when he goes to take the notebook to like all the generals and all the like I don't know diplomats like talking in that room and it's nothing but men and she just like waltzes in there and starts yelling at people <laughs> you know what I mean like she's like yeah no it's cool because she isn't like I think like what you said about when he was like she was like do you sleep with women or whatever she doesn't have any of the preconceived societal norms yeah she's just this powerful like woman who's not forced gonna, upon her yeah she's yeah. she's not gonna make herself be quiet in those situations just because it like I feel like even if she knew the norm she wouldn't have like subdued herself or anything like that you know she wouldn't have taken that that role of like the the woman who just has to be quiet or whatever you know whatever was put on women in that time she just said, yeah, she well, just says what's on her mind she's like you're weak yeah like, but what she, do you, she why, already why would you want all those people to be hurt like you know yeah but she 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 already kind of did that in Themyscira because you know she was I mean she was essentially exiled oh, to an extent. You're right. She was very outspoken yeah. the whole time. She and was she was there. like, "No, I'm doing this." She is the rebel rebel of the Amazonians. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we we meet who we find out later is Ares, um, the <gasps> dude from Harry Potter. Spoiler. I forget his name. Um, professor the something. From Harry Potter. <laughs> He's a professor, right? I don't know. I What's his name? Crap. Anyway, he dies, but uh, he's he's the werewolf. Um, I will say, I I did not foresee him becoming Ares when I watched it in theaters the first time. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's done well. I think it's interesting, you know, like when we go meet the 
the team, um, which I think the, the team is great. It's cool to see him like help them. Yep. You know, so you see Ares is not just this like, he's trying to orchestrate the peace accord or the armistice, you know, um, which is interesting. I, I will say it was a nice diversion. Every, I mean, everyone thought it was Ludendorff, right? I mean, he's taken mm-hmm. some sort of, like, mecha acid and, like, becoming, yeah. like, super strong and all that kind of stuff. And he, one, knows his Greek history, which made you think, oh, he's he's Ares. And then, yep. two, like, I don't know. Like, all he wanted was war. Yep. It, it seemed like beyond, like... I don't know a rational like a rational human. If you're if you're losing the war, would be like, okay, we lost. Let's let's sign this armistice. But he's like, no, we have to continue. And so you thought he was Aries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you like uh, Doctor Poison? I mean, she's she's out of the comic books too. She doesn't. I mean, she's not a huge player in this. I mean, I guess because she makes the gas. But yeah. Um, if you, <laughs> I do like Doctor Poison. I I'm glad they portrayed her the way that they did have you seen the dr poison from the comics <laughs> um <laughs> long it, time ago it is but it looks ridiculous doesn't it yeah yeah it's yeah. let me pull it up yeah pull it up right now and, and give me your your live reaction it's been a long time since i i've seen dr poison comics oh man yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, with the little black mask. Uh-huh, and the, the <laughs> weird, weird, like, almost, like, painful smile. I don't know what's going on. But, so, the way that they portrayed her, I, I really like the way that they did that. I don't know what her deal is. Like, this is a character that uh, something happened to her because her face is, like, she's, like, chemically burned her face or something, and she wears that, like, mask, ceramic mask or whatever it is. The, like, but, fan of the opera mask? yeah. But it's never really explained unless I ADD'd out while watching it, like what happened to her. So she doesn't really have a backstory in that sense. I'm sure it's a callback yeah, like to the true. comics, but it's not really explained like what happened to her and how she got that way, you know. Yeah, that is true. I mean, it, it might be, but maybe it's kind of driven her to a point where she's obsessed with uh, revenge, if you will. But right. I think her and Ludendorff make a make a cool pair. It's 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 definitely a formidable. Um, it's your basic so, if you evil. Will. It's your basic evil Nazi <laughs> pa- yeah, duo, that's true. you know. So. <laughs> um, but uh, so as she goes on to the war, like I think it's really cool to, for her to see. Um, and this is a question that I think I asked at the very end, where I had like last th- last thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. She begins to see what like war really is. Yeah, and how like you know how they're treating the animals, the innocent. Like there's nobody who's really innocent in it if you will right um or safe the deer are um, guilty and the squirrels yeah. <laughs> and it's the damn squirrels man those damn squirrels <laughs> no but i think that's really i think it's it definitely it's eye-opening for her. i think it's and, and it's obviously intended for us to, as a viewer to kind of get that emotion mm-hmm. but um i don't know i think it's i think it's really i think it works well personally yes i i agree um do we want to jump to the uh, war, like when they get to the front and the, like the team comes together? Yeah, dude. So we got um, the, the Scottish or Irish drunk guy. We've got the the actor. Yep. We've got the chief who's a smuggler. 
who his story is the most tragic of all in my opinion but we'll get there at the end because like he basically says this war gives me a reason to to live or like do things and then the war's over so like what's he gonna do anyways and so the, the team the team gets all together and they get to the 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 front and they get to no man's land and i want you to walk us through no man's land because that, oh dude that is just a, such a great such a great scene I, no man's land is one of the best sequences I, I mean in any comic book movie in any movie i mean it's it was great also here's a little tidbit you know oh, that she was like six months pregnant when she shot that really huh. yeah interesting which makes it even better yeah <laughs> this powerful um, pregnant woman just kicking ass Deflecting yeah, all the bullets. I will say that uh, I've backed you into a corner here because mm. you say that this is one of the best sequences like of any movie. As, as, as a quote, right? You said that just I now. I did say that. It has a lot of slow-mo in it. Okay, continue. <laughs> well, this is a part where slow-mo, in my opinion, is executed correctly. All right. Okay. I got um, him to say it. it the the slow-mo is great. It is not... It's not, it's not what I said. It's not what I said. Um, but so we, we, we get to no man's land, which, you know, I think Pine, uh, Chris Pine even says, uh, sorry, Steve Trevor says they've been here for like a year and haven't moved like an inch or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't, no, um, no man can, yeah. can go out there and live, but no, she, no she, man can, can she, cross it. She um, is no man. And she is no man taken right from Lord of the Rings when they oh. kill the Nazgul guy. Uh. <laughs> The Witch King um, of Angmar. That's right, the Witch King. Um, but we just get, you know, that's, I think this is when we finally see Wonder Woman um, loud and proud. You know, yeah, she absolutely. She she puts on um, Antiope's uh, little headband, um, sheds her, her giant robe or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and just, you know. And the, just, the, the purity and the courage are on, like, full display because she's like yeah what do you mean i'm not gonna make it watch me and she just like runs out there you know and she doesn't really even know like what is actually on the other side either you know um we finally get to see her like her true sense of like her sense of speed how she can watch the bullets you know we we saw Mm -hmm. her kind of save steve earlier but we see it slowed down to where she can she's really um you know has an eye on all of them yep but then the whole shield part with the machine gun, you know, it, she draws with the fire. Um, it's just great, man. I think it's great. I think it's great. I do think it's funny that I, I love that scene, and you know, I love this movie. But I do think it's funny that like she takes the fire from like one little part of no man's land, which is like this giant stretch, you know. And because of that one little penetration, like the entire front moves forward. But it's like, no, all those people like over there, they they'd probably be getting gunned down right now. <laughs> But, that is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But it's uh, very, very well done. It's a great sequence. The perfect amount of slow mo. And yeah. she, she does so, it. She does it because you know uh, Stephen Trevor is on his mission. I guess they're on the same mission to to find the the poison warehouse and like blow it up or whatever. But but this German woman is like they've like enslaved my village. You know, and she's like, oh, yeah. we put that mission on the back burner. We got to save these people. And so that's just, I, I love that. How she, like, she has her quest, right? But if something else pops up, she's like, no, we got to we gotta help them. Yeah, well, that's like, there's one little uh, line in Justice League, which we'll get to next week, the debauchery that 
is that movie and they butchered Superman. But there's one scene where they're fighting Steppenwolf where I think Batman's like, here's what we got to do. And he goes, wait, stop. There's civilians. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of that same mentality where they're like, we yes, we have a goal, but these people need us now. Um, and that village scene, when she kind of busts in and then the like the theme song from BBS starts Don't playing again. Like that that whole scene, I mean, all of that is great. There's yep. that's see that that sort of slow mo is where I'm like, okay, like where she's doing some crazy flip kick and it just is for a second, you know, like those things I don't mind. Um, but that that whole sequence is is great. And we even see stuff that's harder too, like I forget his name, Charlie, the uh the marksman, mm-hmm. sharpshooter. He he can't take his his shot, you know, so he's haunted. Um well, I think that he, I mean he no man's land. He can't like it never ends, right? It's like yeah. no matter what he does, the war goes on, you know, and so he probably just doesn't yeah. want to do it anymore. And it's not until yeah. they break through the front and save the village and everyone's drinking beer and having a jolly old time that he sings for like the first time in a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, and so it's like it's like a glimpse of hope for him and then he can yeah. kill people again. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, see, I had forgot about that that part uh entirely when he starts singing because those those moments are big yeah. you know like each each team member has a moment where um the um chief says like he's like i help his people some like we're like his people like he says like the last war took everything from my people so i help his people fight these people and she's like well who took your like everything, everything. you have and he said his his people yep so that's hard for him, and then we know Steve's story, but then we have, um, I forget him his name, but the 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 smaller guy, the the fast talker, the the actor, um, was talking to her, and and he even says like I wanted to be an actor, but I'm I'm the the wrong color, mm-hmm. you know, and then uh, Charlie is screams in his sleep from all the ones that he's killed. I think it gives all of them sort of some 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 depth. Um, and I feel like but that's, all, that, I mean, that's that, all you really need. Like comparing this to Suicide Squad, like some characters didn't even get that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I no, don't I, know. I totally agree. Like we we know something about each of them enough to whiskey. Oh my goodness, to to care. Um, sorry, hold on a second. <laughs> She's trying to walk on my computer. I don't, I don't want to mess it up. Um, and then we see the famous picture is recreated, which is yep. cool. You know, I, um, I'm not sure how they planned that. Maybe she was kind of shoehorned into doing that, but I think it works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, no man's land through that, through the end of that night where they're dancing and she sees Stover the first time. I love all that. I think it's great. I think it's, she has I, a beer. She's probably never had a beer quality. She has a beer. <laughs> she learns um, to dance, which but, is just swaying. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any last thoughts on the on the uh, the village scene and? Well, so I wanted to see her version of dancing because she says I know how to dance, <laughs> but like we never see her like I want to know like? I want to know how Amazonians dance. You know, I think that'd be cool, <laughs> but I guess we'll never know. Uh, we'll never we'll never see that unless nope. we see like the the deleted scenes or something. Maybe there's a scene with her <laughs> doing some. Some sort of I don't know I don't know I don't even know what it would be you know but she's like they're just swaying so obviously it has yeah. more energy so let's let's move on to the the gala the gala the gala um yeah so I I this is a cool part because I 
I think everybody sort of has their moment again. You're like, um, when Sammy, Sammy's his name, when Sammy's driving the car, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> he does, he does a good it. job. I think it's great. He does a good he job. He does a great job. Um, and so does Steve. Uh, I think it's really, it's just, you know, one of those classic like ruses to get in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put a little note. There's some little stuff where like, um, I forget what they say exactly, but I love how, to your point earlier, where Diana like walked into that room full of men who were in charge, whatever. And she's got the sword on her back. The lines of Steve saying like, yeah, but I'm saying like, even prior to that, where Steve is like, you stay here, like, we'll come get you. And oh, she says something yeah. along, the, along the lines of like, you don't get to like, make those choices for me. She's like, I, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, so those are moments yes. where I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> we can uh, smash this patriarchy, please. Yeah. Smash it to bits. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then she walks in, you know, she walks in. She's a uh, showstopper in that blue dress with a sword down her back. Yeah, probably tickling her butt crack. Like, it's a, it's a long sword. <laughs> She's just got it. It is a long sword. Uh, Don't worry god, about how that works logistically. The god, the god killer, or so we think. You the know. god killer, or so we think. Um, yeah. So this is this even um, this this even, I, I think I wrote. I said the sword of the dress is a power move, but damn, that can't be comfy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I okay. I want to talk about um, because because when when Steve is talking to Doctor Poison, it's I know he's a spy and he's trying to do spy stuff, but it's like a little cringe to me when he's like, "Oh, I've been admiring your work," and <laughs> I don't know, like do you, so I just, that that I just actually love hit me fire. in an interesting way. Yeah, well, it's definitely a weird metaphor but i think it actually it works in a sense to me where it shows that dr poison's pretty she seems desperate um mm-hmm. this sounds cheesy but like for love i guess where she's she's obviously very enticed by that that somebody's uh enamored with her um and then she makes that that little jab where when diana walks in and she's like i can see your attention is elsewhere um yeah but i you know i i don't know what his and I thought she was getting. Was with, I thought she was getting it from Ludendorff, though. I maybe I don't know. It doesn't seem like Ludendorff's the type to, well, but have any sort of relationships. Like, but like right when he walks up, he alludes to like, I know you and uh, General Ludendorff, or whatever his title is, Ludendorff are very close. Yeah, and it to me that was like a y'all doing it, and then she just True. sort of like looks at him. <laughs> You know, that got her true. attention. True, true, true. But I, I do love the exchange between Diana and Ludendorff um, when they dance or whatever. And I think that part even hammers home more of like, okay, this is this is Aries. Mm-hmm. And I think she even grows more convinced that this is Aries. Um, one thing I that I I, I, I love about killed him right th- there. This, I really do. Yeah, but then what? Then the <clears throat> I, I'll I'll. I'll be on Steve's side for a second because, but, but then what? So you kill him. Yeah. Uh, you chalk it up to who is this random chick that came in here and killed the general? Uh, probably, I mean, she doesn't look like she's from London, so it's not like it would affect the armistice, right? And then that village wouldn't have gotten gassed. And she could easily get away because she's a god. So, like, what's the issue? That's true. <laughs> what's, what's the That's issue true. here? <laughs> <laughs> valid points valid points there zach um but i 
I love how like when 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 the village gets gas and stuff, and when Steve stops her, um, she's desperate. Like she's really like I think it's I don't know. I think it comes across as true pain for her. Mm-hmm. You know, because she knows all um, those people are about to die. I don't know. I just I mean, and they do. Yeah, like I'm because I of made Steve. A note of that and I thought that it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As as bad as that sounds. Because, like, I think I just, I was watching it after having watched the second one. And there are parts in the second one in 84 where I was like, whatever, it just didn't come across as, like, genuine to me. It just came across as kind of, I don't know. But in this one, that never happens for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think, um, I, don't, I just think it works. I think it works really well. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yep. Any I agree. Any last thoughts for that on the gala? No, I mean, we can, I mean, okay. so Steve, Steve, for whatever reason, stops her. I mean, I guess he has reasons, but I don't think they're valid. And the the village gets aghast, and, and she goes, and, and she's really upset. And at that point, she's like, nah, I'm going, you can't stop me. And then he's like, oh, follow the smoke, you know? So she yeah. still, she yeah, still has, like, a certain that, level that... of, like, respect and trust with him. You, you know what I mean? Like, she's pissed at him, but... Yeah. So... <clears throat> You were gonna um, you were gonna so, talk words. Yeah. Well, no, no. I was just saying, <clears throat> um, he, you know, he does at least I think recognize that he messed up, and he's like, well, then follow the smoke. Like, well, let's you know, go finish this. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to to the third act, which in my opinion is the weakest part of the movie. Um, it starts out much better though. I, you know, I think it devolves at the end. I really actually like the fight with Ludendorff. Um, you mean when I he think it's an interesting the, way to kind of give, give the him mecha powers. acid. This delay, yeah, like this delay is fucking me up. Be like, okay, we gotta, we gotta figure out this delay. <laughs> All right, continue. Sorry, uh, we'll figure it out for for next time. But we're too, we're too far into this one to start over. What are you gonna say? I was, wait, I was waiting for you to talk. You, you were in the middle of talking, and I, ac- oh, I accidentally <laughs> interrupted you. Anyway, so. Um, my only problem with with this stuff is that during these battles, like even with Ludendorff, the dialogue really starts, in my opinion, to suffer. Okay. We start getting like cheesy, like cliche villain lines, which I I wrote some down later. But I like the fight with with, with Ludendorff, um, and I think it's interesting to see her like genuinely confused mm-hmm. when the war doesn't just stop. Yeah. You know. Um. I love the one last thing, and then I'll, I'll I'll shut up. I love the the exchange between Trevor and, and uh, Diana, Steve, Steve Trevor. And Diana, mm-hmm. Sorry, his name's not Trevor. Steve, where he's like, maybe it's just us. Maybe it's just men. Maybe we don't deserve this. Maybe it's maybe it's our fault. Because in reality, I mean, that's that's the like that's what's being said in this mm-hmm. uh, to an extent. That's what um, Aries sort of. So I think I think oh, that's great. Cool. Um, so I, (laughs) I, I agree that the, the dialogue starts to suffer, um, at the end, like right when Ludendorff's about to die, it gets a little cheesy. And then pretty much the entirety of the Ares reveal is like mozzarella with Parmesan on top. Like it's just, it's really cheesy. So I really like the way that Ares was, um, hidden throughout the movie like he was there and i guess 
you could have pieced together that that might be him because he's you know in the background he's being deceptive and all this stuff but uh, the the reveal was great i don't think from then on it was it was um done well personally so for, f- first of all like mm-hmm. it, it makes sense that he it looks like some sort of london politician because he's a politician in london you know like he's in disguise but when they, <laughs> when they go back to the fight uh, between Zeus and Ares, and like you just see like people in helmets like fighting each other and stuff, but then it shows like Ares, and he still has that fucking mustache. It's like, would he have <laughs> looked like that back then? Are you sure? You, you, you know what I mean? Like I, I I realize that you want him to be recognizable, but there's no transformation. It's literally the same guy. Like how did he fit in in any yeah. other any other time in history? If he had that mustache, because that mustache yeah. was not. <laughs> he had that mustache. I don't know. I don't know. And his lines were cheesy. So, I thought it was cheesy that he just, like, going back to like the source material of like the Greek mythos, I I feel like he is a god, but I don't think he can float and shoot lightning. Like those those are Zeus's things. You you know what I mean? And so, he he just seems yeah, like so it does too powerful. seem to make like. Yeah, it seems to make like Zeus's lightnings as like something that is like transferable almost, which maybe right. I mean because Diana sort of has powers. But it seems um, like it's her. her but I, her dude, I would arm, agree hundred percent. Armbands that sort of like absorb that, and then she can, you know, it, it seems like there's a vessel for her. Yeah. But for him, it just seems like it's him, you know. Continue. <clears throat> yeah, I would say hundred percent. I agree. Where like I thought when he was revealed, it was done really well. Um, I actually think he's more menacing as just the dude in the suit who can like vanish and all that's, that stuff. You know, that's, like when that's she'll scarier turn a, a corner, like this this guy who's behind the yeah, scenes, like, like pulling the strings, is is a is a more menacing villain than a literal god, <laughs> like floating there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So up until but that like point, even though it things was, were like she's yeah. like, yeah. Sorry, we're, but we're like we're, we're, she's like talking to him, and then turns around, and he's already there. Like those little things, I was like, yep. "This is this is cool." Yep. Um, I think in the flashback, just show him in a helmet. Don't I don't need to. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. going to be like, "Here's this dude who's he looks a little younger, but like you're right, he's an ancient Greek god <laughs> with, the with mustache. a mustache, <laughs> and not just a mustache, like a 19 teens London mustache. Yeah. At least give him a beard. Yeah. Something. You know what I mean? Like give him a beard, whatever. <laughs> It's like they they had so already. Weird. It's like um, they had already <clears throat> shaved his face, and then they were like, "Oh shit, we'll just leave it. <laughs> no one, yeah. no one's gonna notice." <clears throat> but I like that he's that he's the one who's like, I just sort of point them in the direction. I don't, I don't make them pull a trigger. I just mm-hmm. sort of nudge them. Um, and that I think was all that that's was cool. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, like I like I like what the team is doing through all this. Like everybody has a mission. Um, and I think everything is great for them. I think Steve's sacrifice is really powerful. I mean, it matters. I mean, his death scene where he's about to shoot the bombs, like, I think it's done great. When he's saying goodbye to Diana. Well, I heard... I think at that I point... I heard that Steve might not actually be dead. So, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen... Do you I want me to just the... tell you if he's dead or not? Is he Is he dead? I mean, it's up to you. You have to let me know if you Tell want to. Tell me. He's yes. dead. Okay. So, okay. He, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> but the way he comes back in '84 has been very divisive. 
because it it has some implications that are just brushed under the table in the movie, mm-hmm. which you will have to just wait and see. Is it like some sort of vision thing? Like, you know, when uh, uh, Superman goes up on the mountain and his dad's up there? Or is it like he is brought back to life No, it's somehow? not that. I mean, he's he's back, sort of. That's all I'll say. Unless you want me to tell you what happens, but no, that's a different movie. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that movie in a couple of weeks, so we'll we'll yeah. save it for them. Yeah, I'll be curious because I I don't want to tell you. I'll be curious to see how you. Oh, I'm gonna to be like, <clears throat> you know how I do when I'll, I'll watch a movie and live text you while I'm watching it. I'm gonna do that when I watch. Oh, yeah. uh, Wonder Woman '84. So we'll have. <laughs> you'll you'll see my reaction real time. Um, I was gonna say though, like even when Ares is like. In, a, in his, like, man form or whatever, and he's, like, using his powers to, like, blow stuff up and throw stuff. Like, that's, like, okay. He, I mean, he's a god. That's It didn't lose it for me there. But after Steve dies, um, it just sort of devolves. I think when yeah. he... Like, I, I like her powers. I like how they're portrayed. I know that you have thoughts on the fact that it takes his death to make her become a hero, which we'll get to in a second. Well, she's, she's already but a I, hero. But yeah, we'll get there in a second. I will respond yeah. after you've made your point. Yeah, so I, I like I like what she does in the battle. Um there's that part where though where she like thinks about killing Dr. Poison with a tank or whatever. Yeah. So that was a little strange where I was like, does she really consider like blowing everybody up? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um but there comes a part where like <laughs> where like Aries' voice starts getting this weird like reverb on it and it's just like he's talking so like cliche and there's the part where like I even have it in all caps where she says like men are still like this world is still good and he's like lies mm-hmm. and I was like calm down yeah calm down and then and then and she's like, like I can't be I will destroy yeah. you and I was yeah. like bro <laughs> this is bad it's it's a bit much I agree so that's my point. I think it just sort of falls apart there. Um, yeah. But I like the reveal about she's the god killer. Hell yeah. You know, you don't need some tool to help you. You like mm-hmm. you, you are the power. Um, but yeah, so that's, I'll leave it there. And then now, like, what do you, th- I mean, am I in the ballpark for you? Like yeah. where this sort of just goes off the rails? So my tiny pea-sized brain, I was going to respond to something and I can't remember what it was that you said that I was going to respond to. <laughs> Sorry. Can you remind me? Do you know? Uh, you said something about. Oh something. no! It was when uh, when Steve dies, and then all of a sudden she's like, "I'm powerful." Yeah. So I, I don't know. For me, that's like. She she was already a hero, you know. Like she saved the village, and she she has all these powers and stuff. And then it's like when he dies, she becomes like supercharged. I guess she's like really upset, and it works as some sort of catalyst, uh, a la. Uh, uh, Pyro or whatever the hell his name was in, in Suicide Squad, you know? Uh, 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 Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. So uh, Steve Steve was just trying to Phil Jackson, uh, uh, Diana, but <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, it's like this powerful... She, she's powerful from the beginning. Like, she's, she's rebellious, uh, extremely courageous, strong, like very confident and can back it up by actually doing the things that she says she can do, you know, not afraid to to speak up in a room and all this stuff. And it, it just seems like a slap in the face that it takes that for her. Like, it, it seems like it's sort of saying like, oh, but the man unlocked your power. 
like your true yeah. potential. And I, mm-hmm. I don't really like that very, like it would be one thing if she got like upset and then she had to make a decision. Like I understand why she almost crushed Dr. Poison because at that point she's thinking like, oh, well all people are evil. Like you took Steve from me or whatever. And she's really grappling with this idea of like maybe all humanity is evil uh, and so I get that conflict. I just don't like the fact that it like leveled her up <laughs> mm-hmm. for, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. she's super Saiyan after that. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think sh- sh- she didn't need that to unlock her true potential or whatever the hell they were trying to get across there. That's, that's one of the only issues I have with this movie that in the mustache, which again, like you said, the, the, the final act of the movie is the weakest. Um, but I don't think it, I don't even think it comes close to ruining the film for me. Like I love, I love this movie. So, yeah, I would even say like the final act of the final act is, is what, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not even the entire thing, you know, like when when Arius first shows up, I think it's great, but it just is, it just gets, gets a bit much. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, overall, I think, I think it's, it does, it's, it does, it serves its, its, its purpose. Um, it is wishful thinking to have you know, Ares dies and then the soldiers are like hugging each other, which is kind of weird. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, yeah. because if, if he even claims to not be the one in charge of all of it, then wouldn't he's, it just con- he's lying, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it just continue? Right. Um, anyway, let's see what else. Oh, there's one little thing. Okay. Crap. I don't, I don't know if I can talk about this because it would spoil something from the sequel for you. Should we wait until the sequel? Why don't you make a note and we'll talk about it in that episode since I haven't seen it. Okay, I'll make a note on my own because if I highlight it in here, you'll just figure it out. Okay, so we'll talk about that later. I see a note talking about last thoughts on the movie. I see a note you asked, would it have been better with no Ares? Not just monster Ares, but no Ares at all. And I wonder... uh, like, who would have been the villain? Like, the whole reason that she leaves Themyscira is the call. Like, her quest is to defeat Ares. Like, that's the sworn yeah. enemy of the Amazonians. So why would she have left? You know what I mean? Like, what who, what would have been the villain if Ares wasn't so, involved? Yeah, so I, I don't necessarily <clears throat> mean, like... Ares could still be the reason that she leaves, or, or, or her believing that it's Ares. Okay. Can be the reason. But I thought... You know, because in in the theater, I really didn't think about the other dude, the Harry Potter werewolf guy being Ares. So when she killed Ludendorff and it didn't work, I thought, okay, mm-hmm. th- th- this is something that, that she's going to have to just, like... It's just men. Like, this is something she's going to have to reconcile and exactly, deal with. That, that was really interesting to me and really powerful. Like, oh, damn, that's going to be hard for her. Yeah. Because in BVS, she even talks about like how she turned her back on mankind for 100 years. Right. And we could be like, maybe this is why. Maybe she's like, no, I won't be a part of this. So I thought that I thought that was really an interesting question. And so I I, I think the villain honestly could have been the same. It still could have been Ludendorff. It could have been World War One. But I think that question of no, this is just people. Yeah. Like that's why I like that exchange between her and Steve Trevor so much when he says like maybe we don't deserve it because we're bad, you know, whatever. Right. I think, and that kind of ties into what Bruce Wayne says at the end of BVS where he says men are still good. Yep. So I, I just thought that was a really interesting question. I, you know, like I, no, you're bringing up good points. I, yeah. Now that you say it's that, just something to chew on. Yeah. And then and she would have to chew on it. 
And yeah. it also doesn't make sense. So <clears throat> she kills Ares. All the soldiers start hugging each other, right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward to present day and like people are still fighting. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, what's, what's going on now? You know, like, yeah. And we're then, still human, you know, right? It takes place in the sequel takes place in the eighties. And so she obviously hasn't turned it back on mankind for a hundred years because mm-hmm. she's active in the eighties. Right. Um, I don't know. I think, I just think it, I think like based on like just the, the philosophy of it, I think that's a more interesting question to me of like, what if this wasn't Aries? Yeah. Um, but that I mean, ma- that makes you know, sense. I, I don't think it's ruined because it, it was Aries, but I don't know. I, like I said, that's just another thought where I was like, that might be interesting take yeah. on it. Um, but anyway, we can wrap it up. So, uh, Mr. Zach, uh, you texted me earlier a yeah. statement that yeah, was yeah. quite a bold statement. I shall read you this text verbatim <laughs> from my mobile telephone. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? You've really prepared for this, haven't you? I, I just thought about it, and I was like, here we go. I think Wonder Woman is my favorite superhero movie, including the MCU. Yeah, no, honestly. Do you stand by? Yeah, 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 for statement. sure. This movie uh, had a cohesive story. It had, I don't know, like themes of empowerment and stuff that I'm really into that don't like didn't even really require, I don't know, like like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm not really the biggest on like superhero movies at face value. Like I'm not just going to be a, a Spider-Man fan because he shoots webs out of his hands. It, it There needed to mm. be other themes that, that happen in the movie. And I think it's really cool how she like, you know, at the end when she does kill Ares, it's a little cheesy, but she's like the power of love. And she shoots like this electric light, lightning beam of love. And it's like love trumps hate kind of message. I don't know. I like this movie a lot. Yeah. So on a scale of, uh, F to 10 or zero to A, what so, would you give it? And do you agree? I'm guessing that you will with the yeah. uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of 93% certified well, fresh. That's what I was going to talk about with this one. So this one's 93% certified fresh. I I think that's like spot on. I might give it a little higher, like 95. It's not my favorite movie, um, but it's it's very well done, like all the way through. I only had like one or two issues with the whole thing. Mm. versus versus suicide squad i wonder if this is a little bit of recency bias maybe we can revisit this like once we've concluded this series we can go back and say like okay is that the best superhero movie maybe i'm just comparing this to suicide squad well that raises (laughs) the the question though of this came out after suicide squad so maybe everyone is just like oh thank god this doesn't suck give it a hundred i mean? mean maybe but no like this this came out around the same time like we'd have to do a little bit of research to find what MCU movies came out at the same like in the same year but when i saw this in theaters this stood apart from whatever MCU movies blended together you, you know what i mean oh, like yeah. this oh yeah this movie was was great when i saw it the first time and it was just as good on a second watch yeah well so you Mike know drop. dc i'm 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 a dc uh fan i've always have been but i recognize that their movies have been really really rough in in mm-hmm. a lot of ways but they've at least taken some really big risks and big swings yeah you know batman and superman is is a train wreck in a lot of ways but it takes some big swings and i respect dc for 
the what is it? Man of Steel BVS suit. The fourth film into their universe, they get a female centric franchise. Mm-hmm. They're three or four years in. Marvel been doing this for ten years almost at this point. Has had fifteen plus movies, and hadn't had one about a woman. Captain Marvel didn't come out until right before Endgame. Right. So, I you know I think it's great that DC took a swing at this, and I think that they knocked it out of the park. I would agree with this uh, with with the certified fresh rating. Um, I would give this an A. I mean, I would give this an A. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This yeah. will get you a four in college. This movie will. <laughs> so, it was very nice to watch a good movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 a short reprieve before we watch the the uh, theatrical cut of, of uh, Justice, League? Justice League. Oh God. Ugh. I really do hope that we can do that one in person because um, that one's going to be a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm, anyway. I'm excited for the train wreck that is to come. Oh, God. We have a lot to discuss about that with Mustache Gate and the whole behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. Anyway. Cool. Well, you got anything else to add? I got to pee. I- <laughs> Me too. I got to pee too. Um, so uh, as with the past four or maybe five episodes that we've done, depending on how we number these things. Mm-hmm. We will insert an outro here because we still don't have a name. We don't have, have a name for this podcast anything. yet. We don't have anything but the the sweat <clears throat> and blood and tears that are going into the creation of this. Yeah. But hey, we're doing it. <laughs> we are. All right. So we will uh we'll see you guys next week for Justice League. The no the the Justice League. Yeah. Just jo- I was gonna Justice say League. Justice League. <sighs> All right. Well, Zach, uh, let's go Bucks, I guess. I'll be cheering for you guys. <gasps> he cheered for the Bucks. I don't really care about this game, but I know somebody who does, which is you. Well, which is your dad more than you probably, but yeah. so let's do it. Like I'd be I'd be fine no matter who wins. <laughs> go Bucks. I just want to watch <clears throat> I just want to watch the 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 weekend to see what his face looks like this time. Yeah. But I think the bandages right. are going to be off. That's my prediction. Whew. I'll put oh, a quarter man. bet on uh, his bandages are going to be off. A quarter bet? Yeah. So like, I still won't. You can bet me, and if you lose, you owe me twenty five cents. It's very I low, still... low risk. Do you? Are you afraid that you have like a gambling issue? No, no. Won't... But anytime I make bets with you, I lose them. <laughs> it's, it's true. That's why. You like that's why six you, million dollars. That's why you'll even if it's like the tiniest amount, you you'll never bet me because I don't think no. you've ever won a bet against me. I'm not doing it. All right, I think we I need to I don't think our listeners up. care about this. What'd you say? I said I think we need to wrap it up. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll see you guys next week right. for episode whatever number it is on the podcast that has no name. <laughs> all right, sounds good. See ya. Mm, bye. Hey, everyone. Do you think we're stupid and dumb and stupid and gross? Or, or maybe you think we're funny and smart and intuitive and handsome. Well, you know how we've been talking about how we were going to create an email address and possibly a Twitter account? We did it. Flipping did it. If you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at biigpodcast. It's the same. That's it's, so convenient. Isn't that, I mean. Did you think of that? Or is that just an accident? It's just, I think it was a happy accident. There it is. You know? But yeah, if you want to reach out, you can uh, suggest some movies that we should review. If you have a franchise or a filmography or just a, a movie. You can send that to us, or you can send us funny stories about your cats, or just you can send us food. 
You could send us food if you're a sponsor and you want us to plug your product. If you want us to talk about your food and how good it is, we can do that. If you, you want to talk about how good your products are. The last night I had some generic brand rice and it was <laughs> absolutely trail mix to die for. <laughs> Did you know that generic brand rice has <laughs> 10 calories? See, this this could be your product. If you have anything that you'd like to say to us, please reach out. If you want to uh, subscribe, well, actually, please subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. If you want to leave a review, um, please do. If if it's good, if it's bad, just we can't handle negative comments, so leave it. just keep it to yourself. And be sure to tell everyone you know about this podcast. Uh, when you're at Thanksgiving dinner and you know the family's talking about politics you know, and you don't want to get into it, just counter by saying, hey, guys. There's a new podcast out. There's this super wholesome podcast <laughs> about these two guys who review movies and answer yes. the crucial question, but is it good? But is it good? And if you reach out to us, we might just read it on the podcast. We might just say hello. Yeah, we might give shout outs. Shout outs. Oh, shout outs are dope. Shout outs are dope. I want a shout out. I'm going to email myself. Shout out to Hunter, <laughs> our you. first emailer. This could be you guys. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be looking forward to hearing from you.